0: Back into the recruiting world today. Brian Smith joins us once again, our scout here on Locked On. We break down the newest Hawkeye commits, the offensive line. It has been a problem lately. What has Iowa done to help that with the class of 2024? It's a deep dive into recruiting. Coming up today, Locked On Hawkeyes. You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily
1: podcast on the
0: Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. I'm Trent Condon, and this is the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We're available wherever you get podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search Locked On Hawkeyes. Hit that subscribe button. Helps us get in front of more Hawkeye fans. Today it is recruiting after last weekend, what has been already very fruitful with three commits, along with a preferred walk-on candidate making their commitment to the Iowa Hawkeyes. We'll talk about that and. A couple other things with our man from lockdown, our scouting director, Brian Smith, who joins us again here today. Brian, thanks for joining us as always. How are you doing? Doing well,
1: sir. How about yourself?
0: Doing well. Now, first things first. So, your last couple of appearances, we've gotten some feedback. Now, one thing we have to get right, and I, I got to do this right out. I let it go the first couple of times. It's Ference, not Ference. Ference. Brian Ference right. rhymes with parents. And For a guy that's been around for 25 years, I can understand. A few Hawkeye fans got a little butthurt about that, not getting his name right. You are not alone, though, Brian. Absolutely not. You are not the only person to do it. Hell, when he was hired, I was in college at the time. Nobody remembered him. He was the (laughs) offensive line coach under Hayden Fry. Nobody remembered the name. Like. We all wanted Bob students, obviously. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, connections yeah, yeah. Well, and all that. I got that. I get and it. And who is this guy? Nobody knew how to say his name, but yes, Ferrets rhymes with parents. So just had to help you out. And, you know, he yeah, had the people out there getting all <laughs> excited on, on the comment section on Twitter there. So Ferrets is the name. But, Brian, seriously, uh, great to have you on here and a lot going on. I want to just start with uh what we have talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, this big recruiting weekend that most every team across the country now does and the way that they do it. Now, I was already got three commitments of recruited guys, also a preferred walk-on that had some FCS offers that's already made a commitment as well as a preferred walk-on. But there is a real conversation in Hawkeye recruiting circles that they brought in eight guys that were uncommitted, along with all the guys that were already committed that took their official visits last weekend. And it sounds like from the Hawkeye recruiting people, there's a real chance they get all eight of those guys that had offers. I mean, that's something I don't follow recruiting at the same level as you. You follow it in a national scale. But have you heard anything like that? I mean, just the sheer volume. Bring in 11 guys that are already committed. Eight more that are uncommitted. And a real possibility that every single one making an official visit is going to end up committing to the Hawkeyes.
1: The only times that I've seen that is when there's like five guys or something. Mm-hmm. To get up to, you know, eight pushing ten kids. I'd really have to go back and look. That's a really – because it only takes one to make that false. Mm -hmm. I can't remember one. Um, Good on the Hawkeye. I don't know what they're doing all of a sudden. (laughs) You don't (laughs) think of Iowa as a quote-unquote recruiting juggernaut, but that's Mm -hmm. pretty impressive. Great stat, man. That's that's what I'm going to have to ask my buddies about on the recruiting trail because I I do not remember one.
0: You know, for the most part, Iowa is somewhere between 25th and 40th, pretty much every single year in recruiting for the last – Quarter century now of Kirk Ferentz, that's kind of their spot. There's the outlier liars, the 2005 class that was in the top 10. They've had a couple of top 20 classes, but that's usually the range that they are in, and they're once again trending uh, that direction. But you know they're going out there looking for some versatile kind of guys, and a guy that we've touched on before and the commitment that they got is Reese Vanderzee. So. It sounded like for the longest time it was between Iowa and Iowa State. I know Nebraska tried to get involved and just couldn't gain any traction there with that new coaching staff. But it ultimately became an in-state kid. He's from northwest Iowa. Certainly Ames is a lot closer than Iowa City. The way that Iowa State has used big X receivers, a lot better than what Iowa has done there yet Iowa got it, and Northwest Iowa, even though Ames is closer, that is very much a Hawkeye hotbed part of the state. Uh, That's the way that it's been for certainly my whole lifetime of 43 years. It's just the reality of what it is there, but when you have a guy like VanderZee, big receiver, Iowa State's had success, what do you think Iowa did to sell him of what he can do in this offense, the kind of player that he can be, And, and getting past, hey, yeah, you might catch more balls over there, but ultimately, your best home is in Iowa City. We believe we can turn you into a player, much like Iowa State can. a wide receiver, a position I was not great at recruiting.
1: I would guess that they're trying to sell him on you can be the reason we move up the ladder. I mean, I, if you're not selling that, I'd be disappointed. I mean, because obviously you want to get better. Iowa's passing game has been terrible, so hey, man, why don't you come here and make us be different? That would be the first thing I would guess, and I'm I'm just gonna go to your point from your intro about him. I'm guessing there's a lot of people in his family that prefer Iowa. <laughs> to be honest, I bet that's the biggest factor. Yep, that that is often the the deal. Uh, I, I grew up in Indiana, and it was Indiana or Purdue, and there was no in between. <laughs> I mean it. Period. I mean like relation like fist fights the whole nine, and I'm sure it's similar. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's it's ugly, and it's the same deal in, in Iowa. So. Why in the world would I think that that wasn't a factor? I bet you if you did a silent poll behind the scenes of his family, it would lean strongly to the color yellow, and it wouldn't be the one that's an ace <laughs>
0: Absolutely. We, so. we got plenty of that. Him as a prospect, he's a big receiver, 6'4", 6'5". He's got the size to him. What about the speed? I know you've watched film on him. What do you see as, as it pertains making that jump up, play, playing you know small school Iowa football, going up to the Big Ten, you still got to have some wheels to you. What do you see speed-wise with Vanderzee in that big frame?
1: I would guess electronic. He's a four-seven kid, which is still moving. Everybody's like, "Oh, if he's not four-four, there are only a few guys that really run that." Right off the bat, every kid I meet tells me he runs four-five. All <laughs> yeah. right, I and I stand next to the end of the line at some of these combines. Mm-hmm. I know what the numbers are. <laughs> you can only lie until you get on that line, and then I can make eye contact with you and make fun of you when you lie to me. I've seen kids <laughs> run four-nine. They told me they ran four or five. So (laughs) we didn't have an interview at that point. So (laughs) I just they just got marked off the list. But with that being said, his speed is a little bit different because they're going to throw jump balls to him. Mm -hmm. He's a different guy in the red zone. Some of the best receivers I've ever seen. Like I I grew up an Indianapolis Colts fan and Marvin Harrison had incredible ball skills and fast and all that, but he wasn't exactly a jump ball guy because he wasn't that big. Mm -hmm. He's a different kind of receiver. This kid will take it off your head, even though you know what he's gonna do. That's very frustrating because he's at least 6'4, he's a big dude. I think he's gonna be 230, 235 when he's done filling out. He's kind of a flex tight end type of guy. Yeah, what look? Does he catch the football? He's got great hands, too. Yes, and that's the bottom line. Iowa is not gonna go get Josiah Trader from Miami. You know what I mean? They're not gonna get those kids so. Mm-hmm. They have to do it a little bit differently. I still think they can get some more kids than they do, but they're going to probably have to prove it on the field. Receivers are usually pretty picky about where they go, and I get it. You know, they, They're connected to the quarterback position. So Iowa got a player that I think can play early, and he's got an upside. Erner, maybe not, but he's faster than you think, and the size makes up for it anyway.
0: Well, you mentioned that uh, flex tight end very well could be the case for Gavin Hoffman. Sure. Get him down from the Kansas City area on the Kansas side of things it was Missouri it was Arizona State he's a kid that his recruitment definitely is ballooned here uh, during the spring and into this summer Iowa gets on campus I told you before we started recording Brian talked to one of the parents that was on the trip and this was the one they weren't exactly sure about it was difficult they said to kind of get a read from the family and from him but he was one of the first uh, after the weekend to make his commitment what do you well, see from know. him <laughs> uh, He's he's got the frame and Tight end you, uh, it's its definitely something that continues on and people continue to talk about it with George Kittle and what he has done kind of creating tight end you offseason and what he's done there and all the great tight ends that have come from Iowa. What do you see from Hoffman?
1: I was a little bit surprised at how well he moved in short area space. Usually longer guys struggle with that. He, he's not the shortest kid either. He's got some size to him. If you can make people miss, that changes the kind of routes and where they play you at. Bubble screens, short passes like slants and under routes, that becomes a bigger deal. And that's not exactly been Iowa's strength of late, those kind of players. They need more of it. And, again, he's got the wingspan. They're getting some big receivers. I don't really care if you call it flex tight end or receiver. It's the same thing to me anyway. Uh, Flex tight end might be countered on to block a little more. But this kid's added about 20 pounds, depending on what you believe, based on the recruiting rankings and all that in these services in the last year. I think he's another kid that can weigh 230 or more and still be just fine because he makes plays after the catch so I was getting players that quite frankly they need to get on the perimeter they had to get better outside the numbers i know the first time i came on this show yeah I talked about it and it's it's probably always going to be their bugaboo because there just aren't as many of those kind of guys in that area of the country they're just not I could throw a rock and hit one where i live right now and it's because mm-hmm. I live in Central Florida they're everywhere It's not that way there. So anytime they can get one, it's a more important recruiting win for Iowa.
0: Well, Iowa's cleaned up, certainly in the state of Iowa. We're going to talk about one more candidate when we come back. Devin Kennedy, an intriguing one. He is the lowest rated recruit, at least according to the recruiting service, on three. But he's a guy with NFL pedigree with his dad, Jimmy Kennedy. We're going to talk about him. And kind of one of those guys that Iowa can mold in a different way. We'll do that as we continue here on Locked on Hawkeyes. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet $20, bucks, you will land $200 in bonus bets win or lose. That's 200. You can spend betting everything from the money line to over-unders of what you think is going to be the first home run of the game, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel, official partner, of Major League Baseball. Trent Connor back with you alongside Brian Smith as we take a look at the Iowa Hawkeyes 2024 recruiting class and a few other nuggets here. So I want to go to one more guy before we talk some more generalities. also want to get some offensive line uh, thoughts from you, Brian. But Devin Kennedy, kid just started playing football a year ago. He's gained since last August 50 pounds. His dad was an NFL first-round draft pick, was an absolute monster in the middle. Now, he is more of a defensive end. He's a very angular kid. You can see he has size, had like 12 tackles last year because he's just learning the game. But a program like Iowa, and Brian, you know the way Iowa does it. It is drill after drill after drill, so fundamentally sound, hands in the right place. It is incredibly boring to watch. I've been there for a couple of practices where they let us in for 15 minutes. It is not exactly a fun practice, but it is about the fundamentals, a kid like this with the pedigree that he has, even as he's just learning football, this seems like a great candidate for Iowa.
1: I don't know if you could draw it up much better. And I'm guessing that members of his family let him know that mm-hmm. if you're a kid that's already, I don't know, been through the tutelage with a lot of trainers and stuff. I mean, you can still go to Iowa and get good coaching, but it wouldn't be as important. There's uh, this is an example. Ryan Mack just committed to Miami and he's a kid. His dad played at the University of Miami, He'd been around football his whole life. He's got more technique than some college kids do. And he's yeah. still got a year of high school. At. It's because who he's been around. That's one thing, but that's the exception, not the rule. This kid's only played football for a year. Mm-hmm. He's just massive. So he's a big ball of clay. What do you do when you have a kid like that? You better find him somebody that can help him quickly and let him understand that, hey, this is a long process. Lineman, doesn't matter if it's O or D hand placement, that stuff you were talking about that's so boring is also the reason certain guys get paid and certain guys go home and sit on their couch. It's the difference. There's a lot of 300-pound dudes. The ones that do technique, right, are the ones that get paid. So he's got the body. I I mean, would it shock anybody if he ended up being all Big Ten at Iowa? You know what I mean? This this is like an Iowa story right out of a playbook, man. I think it's kind of cool, too, because obviously the NFL his dad was a dude. And (laughs) he was not fun. He was not fun. You better double team him. He caused Uh a lot of problems. So I'm not saying he's going to be as good as his dad. I have no idea. But you can't teach the frame, and Iowa has the coaching that you look for. They're so sound on defense. They're so sound on offense with what they do in the trenches. It's kind of hard not to root for this kid.
0: Final thing for you today, Brian, and speaking of that offensive line – the last two years about a disappointment and it was awful a year ago you know oh, yeah. look at the individual pieces that they've had Tyler Linderbaum a couple of years ago what he did in the middle and what he became already as a rookie in the NFL obviously Tristan Wirth just an absolute behemoth oh, out there tremendous. you go back to Balaga and on, and on and on I mean we can play this game all day long but the offensive line has been bad the last two years it's been attrition it's been recruiting misses. Some of their highest highest regarded guys have flamed out, injuries, those kind of things. It's going to happen. So Iowa, they're going deep into this one. and they hit the chairs portal for a couple of guys that are gonna come in and help out this year with the team. Those guys that took their lumps the last couple of years as underclassmen, now they're juniors. And you know the offensive line recruiting though for Iowa, they're going and bringing in four guys. Cody Fox is a guy that would have been a pretty big regional recruit, but he committed two years ago almost now. So he's a guy, also small school football. That's one that I always wonder about, those small school guys. I mean, it's one thing when you're playing, you know, you're playing at one of the big schools, a suburban school in Illinois, or you're playing down there in Florida in some of the big classes, even here and the increase in Iowa at the big school level. But as an offensive lineman, I mean, how difficult is it for you to scout? Somebody that's just... 120 pounds bigger than everybody else. And, you know, what you can do when you're going up against a defensive lineman that's 170 pounds at the high school level, how do you scout that? How do you watch that film knowing, yeah, he's going to be bigger and stronger than everybody else. What else are you looking for?
1: Everything starts below the ankles, man. Mm -hmm. Their flexibility in their stance, how they shoot out of their stance, how explosive they are. Then you just kind of eye the frame. Those are the basics that I've been taught by guys that get paid to coach O-line and then we get down to the effort stuff. Do they hustle on screens, outside zone? I'm not taking the lazy kid, even if he's athletic. That that's not a good culture thing. But place like Iowa, do you think that? In, I mean, anybody on that staff? I mean, yeah. it's that's not going to go well. So I think that you have to look at those, and then finally, just pure pure power. There are certain guys that just move people, but then there are other guys like this is just ridiculous. So. I know it makes it more difficult with some of the small school kids. And it's been that way in Nebraska too. Even when Osborne was there, it was the same thing. They took a lot of like eight man football guys. How do you scout that? He's mauling this kid. Well, he should maul this kid. So, you know, Iowa staff, I doubt it's going to be any different. They're going to look at the effort and the athleticism. And then you just got to trust your strength and conditioning program. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the ways that guys get ranked differently is based on where they go. Like, this is not an uncommon conversation. If a kid commits to Iowa, especially if it's a small school kid and it's an O-lineman, we're not worried about it. We know he's going to get coached. Right. Now, But if it's a quarterback, look, it, we're not as confident. It's just true. So you got to be realistic about it. Iowa has done such a good job, even before this coaching staff, where they even had a Hayden Fry always had good offensive linemen. It's, it's yep. just been a staple with that program forever. So there's a little comfort there.
0: Absolutely. Hey, Brian, always enjoy our conversations. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And it sounds like there's going to be a few more commitments around the corner. We'll make sure as they come in here in the next couple of weeks, we'll get you on again and talk a little bit more about the future Iowa Hawkeyes. Thank you, Brian.
1: Take care. Thank you.
0: That's Brian Smith, our scouting director here. You can find him on Twitter at scout underscore Florida. A lot of great content from him as we talk Hawkeyes. We'll come back, put a cap on things here on this edition of Locked On Hawkeyes. Thanks for joining us here today. And as always, thanks for making Locked Hawkeyes your first listen every day. Trent Cotten back with you one final time on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. As always, thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. So as we wrap things up here today, a lot of recruiting conversation, a lot going on as we flip the calendar now into a new month, and that means a lot happening in the world of the Hawkeyes, a lot to talk about, a lot to get excited about, about this Iowa football team for 2023. We talked about the future, but coming up this season, what we have going on, there is a plenty of expectations with the squad and the developments on the recruiting, uh, excuse me, on the gambling investigation front, the new NCAA guidelines that have been handed down. We've talked about that earlier uh, last week. And I think a really important thing for Iowa football and and some of the concerns that still lingered out there, I think they have dissipated even more with what we heard on that front. So plenty going on there. The ramp up, the expectations are going to be there every day. We're also having fun this summer. Uh, You can go back and check out what we have on the Throwback Thursday editions as we go back and take a look back at some of our favorite teams in Iowa football and basketball history and a lot to talk about, obviously, with that. We will continue on that route. Coming up next week, we have plenty for you here on Lockdown Hawkeyes. Getting ready for that holiday season. I'll still have you covered on a podcast a couple of times next week as we come to you, Lockdown Hawkeyes. We're a little bit off the daily schedule, but we'll be ramping right back up. There is a lot to talk about with Iowa football, Iowa basketball, of course, the women's basketball team getting ready for fall sports. There's always something happening in the world of Hawkeyes. And thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. That'll do it for today. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend and go Hawks.